Today is fourth Sunday of Easter. Our readings today are taken from first reading Acts chapter 4 verses 8 to 12. The second reading is from first John chapter 3 verses 1 to 2. The gospel reading is from John chapter 10 verses 11 to 18. My brothers and sisters, today is known as the Sunday of the Good Shepherd. Christ claimed solely and clearly as the Good Shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. Today's readings make clear the analogy of Jesus as the good shepherd and also clarifies what the sheep mean and the relationship between the shepherd and the sheep. The shepherd is what I would call the owner and the owner's manual. Jesus is the owner's manual. It is in him that we can know his creation, his own. Jesus is the word of God through whom all things were created. In him we live and move and have our being. He's completely united with us. Without him, we are nothing, and he has graciously made us his own. His love for us is such that without us, he is nothing. It is we who proclaim God. It's only the living that can give you praise, that can make you known, not the dead. So we can understand God's love for us. He's taking his name, his existence on us. Yet he is our maker. He created us in his image and likeness. In the world that God created, no one shares the ownership with God. Therefore, when he cares for us, it is his care, his love, that matters. That is why we see in John chapter 3 verse 16, God loved the world so much that he sent his only begotten son to save the world that whoever believes in him may not perish but may have eternal life. This is the meaning of the good shepherd. Anyone who assumes the name of a shepherd must be in Jesus and through Christ. No shepherd can replace Jesus or duplicate Jesus. The true shepherd is Jesus and Jesus alone. The Pope, who is the visible head of the Catholic Church, is representing Jesus, is not replacing Jesus. He is not even instead 
of Jesus. It's through Jesus that he is a shepherd. It's in Jesus that he is a shepherd. In the gospel reading of today, Jesus simply said, I am the good shepherd. Because it's Jesus who laid down his life for us. He alone died for us. Jesus has no duplicate. Even men who represented, who, whom he called, even ran away when the wolves, the persecutor, uh, persecutors and the executioners of Jesus came to capture Jesus to fulfill his mission. Only Jesus remained in his position and carried out the work of the good shepherd. All the rest scattered. So when his apostles, his disciples, became shepherd, it is because he has given them the Holy Spirit after laying down his life for them, after teaching them in word and actions. He made them shepherds by his Spirit. Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. I know mine and mine know me. That is intimate knowledge. Being one with Christ. It's like, I love mine and mine love me. They hear my voice. He says, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, and I will lay down my life for the sheep because I am true to God, my Father. My Father is in me and I am in him. He says, these also, he said, I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. fold. Christ came to save all, to all who accept him, who believe him and accept him, he gave power to become children of God in the Gospel of John. He came to save the many, and the many represent all who believe in him. And if we say we are worshiping the same God, hearing the voice of the same God, Christ made it clear. He said, these also who do not belong to this fold, I must lead that they will hear my voice and there will be one flock, one shepherd. We cannot say we are one and be, be seen to be fighting one another, to be opposed to one another, to the level of the heart. We may have differences, but we must see our differences as God's gift to build one body. The true shepherds are Jesus, must see themselves as Jesus, so that they can act with the power of Jesus where they know that no one takes their lives from them. They lay down their lives on their own because whatever they do, they received from Christ as Christ received from the Father. When our free will rests 
in Christ, it is then that we can say in Christ we sent by him we are the good we are good shepherds. We are not hirelings who will run away when the wolf comes. Filled with the Holy Spirit, Peter got up to speak to the people. Remember, filled with the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ. The Pope sits on the chair of Peter. So filled with the Holy Spirit, leading the church, he professes Christ, not himself. Hence, we see in today's first reading, Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said, Leaders of the people. This is the church addressing the world. Leaders of the people and elders. If we are being examined today about a good deed done to a cripple, namely, by what means he was saved, then all of you and all the people of Israel should know that it was in the name of Jesus the Nazarene. Whenever Jesus is mentioned as the Nazarene, he's telling the people, the one you killed, he said, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead. In his name, this man stands before you healed. Peter did not say, Jesus whom I believe, therefore I heal this man. No, everything is in the name of Christ, is by Christ. That is how we keep ourselves as the sheep whom Christ leads. He has empowered us. And Peter made Christ known to the world so that all those in Christ should be seen by the word as such. The stone, the beaters rejected has become the cornerstone. Jesus is this cornerstone. There is no salvation through anyone else, nor is there any other name under heaven given to the human race by which we are saved. That is why my faith informs me that religion is not for debate. We may even talk about dialogue in religion. It's only to find the truth. And the truth is that there is no other name. There is no salvation through anyone else. There is no argument about who Christ is. Christ has no duplicate. There's no argument about Christ being one. The Son of God made man who has given his life to save mankind. If you are a Muslim, if you are a Hindu, a Buddhist, there is no salvation. In this feast, on this feast of the Good Shepherd, you still can, every religion can find its place there. You say, not everyone is of this fold. So when you say, okay, the Christian religion versus the pagan religion and the other religions, you can say, unless we hear the voice of Jesus and follow him, follow that voice, under different cloaks, under different folds, 
unless we hear his voice, we cannot be saved. Those who profess Christianity have to recognize others and bring them to the fold. They speak the words of Christ. So those who hear them, if these people hear them, they'll be saved. It's not by the voice of any man who preaches, who is popular. It is the voice of the shepherd. If they hear our voice, is that we are speaking the words of Christ. Not as hireling. Not to make money in the name of Christ. So we should take our calling seriously as a total union with Christ. And that is why St. John tells us in today's second reading, See what Lord the Father has bestowed on us, that we may be called the children of God. Yes, so we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it does not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now. What we shall be has not yet been revealed. We do know that when it is revealed, we shall see, be like him, for we shall see him as he is. This should be the reflection of our life as Christians. If it is not so, then we are not hearing the, the voice of Christ. Let us pray for the church that we may know the voice of Christ and not act as hireling, but open totally to the Spirit of Christ. We may speak in his name, speak his word, and bring salvation and peace to the world.